0: Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. Today, I am blessed to have Dr. Jennifer Lagore, a psychologist uh, who works in Worcester County, Maryland. Uh, Dr. Lagore, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: All right. Perfect. And I'm glad to hear that. So take us through a little bit about uh, a little bit of where you're from uh, growing up as an Ocean City native and eventually how you get started into your profession of being a doctor.
1: Well, I am definitely an Ocean City local, Ocean City, Maryland, that is. Grew up near the beach, and it's very interesting. Um, you know, it's a small town, small community. I was in high school, and I took my first psychology class as a senior in high school. And interestingly enough, I was so intrigued by the content and, and the research and helping people. I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I. Applied to college, I went to a local university, Salisbury University at the time, majored in psychology, and just kept going from there.
0: Absolutely. Now you go on, uh, you're the executive director over um, at the Worcester Youth and Family uh, Center in Worcester County, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, describe that time and, and your experience there and what it's been like to not only grow up in Ocean City, but now to do your work there and have such an impact on the youth and the community.
1: Well, I got my undergraduate degree at Salisbury University, like I said before, Mm -hmm. and had to go to Baltimore to get my doctorate. And I was away, um, you know, in Baltimore City for years, probably about five to six years and really, really missed my hometown. I missed the beach. I missed a slower lifestyle and knew that I always wanted to come back. So I came back in 2000 worked at a few private practices, and then found Worcester Youth and Family Counseling Services. And this was the first nonprofit agency that I had ever worked for. And the thing that I really, really liked about it is that there was such an emphasis on giving back. (laughs) We weren't just running a business and trying to make money. It was about reaching out, helping other people, and being more humanitarian within the profession. So, I have been with Worcester Youth and Family for 11 years now, and I started out as a fee-for-service therapist, worked my way up to clinical director, and as of January, became the executive director.
0: (laughs) Wow, and and congratulations. And, um, you know, you you touched on an important thing there um, that is, you know, true to both of our successes, is the humanitarian efforts and the uh, you know, to remember where you come from, and mm-hmm. to always, you know, lead by example and giving back and those efforts. T- talk about that, um, to those that will come across the podcast of how important that is when you have successes in life that you encourage, motivate, and inspire people along your journey, and you be the um, the hand that reaches back down and help people as they, you know, climb and understand that other people's lives tie into you know our lives as well.
1: It's it's so critical in terms of not only helping others and helping Mm -hmm. them to feel good. But I think critical in your own journey of self-discovery and growth. I think when we give back, it teaches us compassion. It teaches us to stay attached to values that are linked to the common good. And one of my favorite quotes is actually by Gandhi. He said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And I think that's so important, especially when you hit a stage in life where you've achieved many things, you feel great about, you know, your accomplishments. And then you think, well, what next? Well, giving back is a great step in terms of what next.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, what would you say, you know, growing up in the Ocean City area and now, you know, uh, utilizing your profession there and making a difference, what are some things you enjoy to do in your off time? Like when you're not working, what are some hobbies or uh, some interests you, you enjoy in?
1: Um well, I'm definitely a beach girl. I love going to the beach. I love being near the water. Um, I like to spend a lot of time with my family. I have two kids who are still in the home, and we love to just go swimming and boogie boarding and whatever else, surfing. Um, that's probably one of my most favorite things to do.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, during this time, uh, unfortunately, you know, with COVID and Everything uh, else going on in the real that, you know, many of us are aware of from just news and just, you know, from the out and out and about every day, uh, you know, mental health, unfortunately, has taken, you know, it, it's kind of in a dark time right now with a lot of unknown and just everything going on. R- reiterate on the importance of, you know, not only just mental health every day, but especially during times like this, how crucial our mental health is.
1: It is crucial now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Mental health is just as important as physical health. It's integral to living a healthy, balanced life. And it's really a vital part of what helps you adapt to change and cope with adversity and negative things that happen to you. So day-to-day life is stressful enough. And now being hit by COVID, everyone is forced to adapt and change and do things differently. So you have to pay attention to how you're feeling, how you're thinking, and how you're behaving—it's all part of mental health. And be sure to reach out and get support if you're really starting to struggle in any of those areas.
0: Absolutely, and you know, to to uh, many people, um, you know, whether it be you know somebody going through, uh, you know, maybe they're a, a victim of some abuse or bullying, or you know, maybe they're experiencing uh, PTSD or. You know, having a you know they're they're in some type of um, you know mental mindset where they're having some you know thoughts of suicide or whatever it may be. Uh, you know that that people may be experiencing mentally. What what is your encouragement to them? That is, it's all right to seek help.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. There is no shame and no stigma that should be associated with feeling the way that you feel and asking for help because of the way you feel. We all have those emotions. Many, many people struggle with mental health issues. And I'll throw out some numbers actually. Mm-hmm. One in five, one in five people will struggle with some type of mental health issue here in America in their lifetime. So you're not alone, and it is absolutely okay to talk about it. And if you're uncomfortable in your own circle, of friends or family, there are a lot of professionals out there that you can reach out to, whether it's, you know, starting with your primary care doctor, reaching out to someone, say, at your church, your pastor, or whether it's making a direct call to a mental health facility.
0: Absolutely. And what would you say, um, you've you've had a lot of uh, high accolades, a lot of achievements o- along your journey in life and in your uh, career, respectfully, what would you say has been your proudest moment?
1: Mm. Well, personally, I can say the birth of my two children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, professionally, I would say, you know, obtaining my doctorate the day I actually got the degree was such an amazing feeling. It took me 10 years to get there. Wow, I was in the actual doctoral program for five years. Um, It was a very competitive program. There were 10 of us who started. Only five were able to finish. And during that program, my mom had passed away. And so I had cared for her. She had cancer and I had to take some time off. And then I was still able to finish on time. So there were so many variables that kind of contributed, tried to get in the way and that was a, a, a truly great moment for me.
0: Absolutely. And um, what would you say, you know, you, you touch on your proudest moment. And obviously, you know, with uh, obtaining your doctorate and uh, being in, in the uh, profession that you're in and, and not just being in it, but excelling, what would you say you've learned most along your journey? you've, you know, obviously you have an immense amount of knowledge and wisdom and experiences, but what would you say is the top thing um, at, at your mental capacity that you've learned most throughout your journey?
1: Well, this is going to be somewhat biased because of what I do, <laughs> but right. truly, truly I have learned, and it, it's funny because Maya Angelou had a quote about this too, and you'll have to forgive me because a lot of therapists use analogies and quotes <laughs> it's, to it's explain no, things. No worries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's part of my daily, you know, the way I speak and how I think. Um, but really I've learned that People might forget what you said or what you did, but they will never, ever forget how you made them feel.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I think in all of the work that I have done across time, you know, 20 years being a psychologist, just having kids and, you know, being part of a family unit there, I believe that. I think that sometimes the most important part of even what I do as a psychologist comes from the therapeutic relationship. Not necessarily the breathing technique or the cognitive restructuring. Now, those things are very important, Mm -hmm. and I would never say that they weren't. But if you don't have a solid working therapeutic relationship with empathy, warmth, genuineness, um, you, you can't do anything with techniques. So how you make people feel is very, very important and something that will be remembered forever
0: absolutely you know i i preach that a lot you know as well like um you know i'm constantly relaying that is um you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be to the point where i'm at nowadays if i didn't have people skills you know and they won't Mm -hmm. teach us this at you know any fancy university they won't you know pretty much won't teach us this anywhere in life but it all is truly about people and how you and it all matters on how you treat them so Mm -hmm. um you know if you if you can do that you can excel anywhere in life. If you're an entrepreneur, if you have to sell a service, sell a product, if you have people skills, uh, you know, you can climb uh, any any mountain in life and excel in any trade or skill that you do. That's true. Absolutely. And wh- what would you say uh, to the young listeners, uh, the young kings and queens that will come across this podcast, your encouragement to them if they want to be a doctor, if they want to be a, a psychologist uh, at some point in life, what is your strong encouragement to them that they can uh, pursue that and they, they can become it?
1: You can absolutely do it. Don't give up. It's really about your determination and your dedication and your will to achieve. Everyone who gets into school is bright. You don't have to be a, a super genius, but what you have to be is dedicated and not willing to give up no matter what happens. So it can take you a long time, but you can get there, you know, um, Don't ever give up. Ask for help. Find a mentor who can help you and inspire you. Um, You know, reach out to your resources and you will absolutely be able to do it. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, what what would you say, um, you know, is your message? uh, We'll we'll go off topic here for a moment. What is your message on, uh, you know, speaking out on bullying, you know, with Uh, You know, obviously you see some of the work that, you know, Bodyguards Against Bullying is doing um, in in communities and all across the world. uh, We are, uh, you know, standing out against, you know, bullying, abuse, persecution and harassment in all of its forms. What is your message uh, to those uh, that will come across the podcast on, on bullying?
1: Well, I believe that we should have no tolerance for bullying behavior or mean behavior, period. And we need to teach our youth how to express themselves differently and in a kind way. And if this can't happen and you come across situations where that's not occurring, we need to teach one another and we need to teach youth how to be upstanders and not bystanders.
0: Uh, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Stand up for someone who can't stand up for themselves. Don't sit back and watch horrible things happen.
0: Uh, Absolutely. And I think we have all... You know, even if uh, we haven't been directly bullied in life, we've all witnessed uh, some some level of bullying or abuse or torment, uh, whether it be a work workplace, whether it be a sports team, whether it be a boys and girls club, uh, a school, whatever, you know, whatever it be. And, you know, that's a big misconception in life is that, you know, bullying just happens on the playground when, you know, two 12 year old boys are, are picking at each other. But it, it's happening everywhere. It, it mm-hmm. happens at, in any form uh, and shape, and, and it can happen to, to any age. You know, it could be a sixty-year-old man that is that is being bullied. It could be twenty-five-year-old, you know, young lady that's being bullied. Uh, you know, so we have to just be conscious of that, and we have to really call bullying what it what it truly is. You know, a true bully is is an abuser. So we we downplay bullying so much. You know, we're we, we're just taught to say, hey, you know, they were just picking on each other. They're they're just boys being boys, but you know, we, we know true and serious bullying, what it truly is, is, you know, it's abuse. You're doing something that is uh, habitually causing harm or creating a threat to somebody or spreading lies. And, uh, you know, what, what it can do to someone and you you not only affect them in that immediate moment, but, you know, it could it could cause, cause years and, and a lifetime of, of endurance of pain and flashbacks. So we just really have to make that subconscious decision. And the conscious decision we want to do right in life, or we, or we, or we don't want to be. We want to be uh, good people, or we don't. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's pretty clean cut and dry. There's there's no in between. And uh, you know, I appreciate your message on that, Doctor Legore. And um, what would you say is um we we touched on your proudest moment. Um, how would you describe yourself, Doctor Legor?
1: Well, I'm. It's interesting. I think I've changed over time. Right. <laughs> in many ways. Um but it's it's funny because not long ago and and being stuck, you know, in the home a lot <laughs> during COVID. Right. There's there's these silly questionnaires and these silly tests that will go around on Facebook. And I took one that said, you know, how many circles do you see? It will reveal if you're a narcissist. And I said, okay, I'm going to play this game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: going to see if this is correct. Well, it's funny because I played the game and it came up that I'm 100% an empath. And it said something to the effect of, you know, you're sweet, but tough as nails. You work hard, but you work 10 times harder to take care of others. You're often under stress, but you can bear the burden. And the the part that I thought was really interesting was it said, I'm not only an empath, but I'm also a warrior. And I'm like, gosh, for such a silly Facebook <laughs> type <laughs> of thing, that actually describes me. Wow. You know, very gentle and compassionate and kind, but I have endured a lot of different things in my life. And I have a strength that's there that will keep me going. You know, that resilience, that inner warrior, you know. Um, So it's interesting. It's an interesting balance for, you know, being a mom and being so gentle and being a caretaker. But it's kind of like the the mother lion. Don't don't touch my babies. Right.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So
1: that describes me pretty well.
0: (laughs) Right. So, you know, uh, throughout the podcast, you've touched on the importance of mentors, Why why is it so important to have mentors uh, that, you know, young ladies and young men can look up to, whether it be someone that serves as, you know, a father figure or a role model or a coach, a mentor, uh, a positive teacher? Why are they so important?
1: Um, I think mentors are so critical in helping kids with self-esteem, feeling connected with someone. And, you know, that basic loving and caring and compassionate relationship can really, help a kid become, gosh, more positive about themselves, more invested in school, more successful in school. You know, we've we've seen the research, but I mean, I've also seen in person how kids tend to stay away from things like alcohol and drugs, you know, or make healthier life choices, have a little more um, hope for the future. So that one positive relationship can really be a buffer for a lot of negative outcomes. And I think it's amazing. I think it's a wonderful thing to have.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I agree as well. You know, uh, all the way back to, you know, my high school years, um, you know, I was blessed and fortunate uh, to have mentors in my life, uh, whether it be, you know, somebody through the school system or, uh, you know, a community leader doing positive things or, you know, a basketball coach. And, uh, you know, still to this day, I keep in contact with most of them. And, uh, you know, th- those are people that, have seen, uh, experienced things before you've experienced it, and they can, you know, pass their knowledge and experiences down onto you. And, you know, uh, honestly, they could, you know, s- save many people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, it's definitely so important. And, um, you know, what can we expect from you, uh, Dr. Lagore in the future? What are some things that you may be working on, uh, you or your team? What can we expect to see from you?
1: Well, we've had to go virtual with a lot of things, and short term, we may have virtual programming um, in place, but long term, we'll shift out and do face-to-face programming again. But um, in terms of what, you know, I'll be doing and what my team will be doing, um, we'll continue therapy. I would like to see our therapy program grow and expand and, and stay with the times. Um, we have started a mentoring program actually which is called worcester connects and i would love to see that grow as well um we have the court appointed special advocacy program the casa program that advocates for children in the foster care system and makes sure that they have a voice and someone there for them until they're placed in a safe and permanent home so i'd like to continue that programming and who knows i mean We're capable of, of, you know, creating any other type of program out there that might be um, something that the community needs.
0: Absolutely. And uh, let people know how they can um, keep in touch with the work that you do and where they can donate if they uh, feel compelled. So,
1: Well, to donate, there's a very easy way to do that now. You just text the word SHINE to 26989. And if you want to see what we're doing, we have a website, which is www.gowoyo.org, which is gowoosteryouth.org, G-O-W-O-Y-O.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. And um, lastly, uh, you know, you've you've been recognized uh, for some awards um, throughout your service. What has been the one that stood out most to you that uh, you were most proud of to be recognized, whether it was... Uh, yourself directly or the establishment you had been working at?
1: Well, we just recently received the Coastal Style Award for Best Mental Health Center. Wow. And I am so proud of the team and just so proud of the work that we've been doing because there are some really good practices out there. And for us to receive that award, it just, oh, it made my year. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> And, uh, you know, definitely a major congratulations for that. Um, that's, you know, uh, not just a- an award, but a very prestigious one at that. So definitely, uh, again, congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much, Dr. Lagore, Le- for taking some time out of your busy schedule and uh, joining me on the podcast. And uh, I-, I wish you nothing but prosperity, blessings and great health. OK. Oh,
1: thank you. Same to you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.